my lovely people welcome back to a black cat's voice i'm your host cat here with a brand new episode for whoever out there is listening you feel me um today's topic i wanted to name this episode why you so mad sis and i just really want to talk about what is you know stereotyped what is looked at as the angry black woman now i'm going to break this down the best that i can and i'm just really going to try to develop an understanding for people out there who may not understand you know what comes behind the stigma of being an angry black woman you feel me so let's get into it y'all you know a lot of many 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 to this day previously currently in the future unfortunately many black women especially us darker skinned ones are always stereotyped as angry before anything you know so i want to break it down for you on why this is a thing so for those of you who don't know A lot of people usually assume black women have bad attitudes for no reason at all. Literally no reason at all. And I'm going to use my own life, as I usually do with my podcast, to really elaborate on examples of how this happens. So for me, I don't know why people always assume I have a bad attitude for literally no reason at all. And it's really it's greatly affected my life like perfect example professionally you know i for those of you who don't know i've been on my own since i was 17 and i have always kept a job you know i'm always on time i'm nice i'm for the most part i'm professional (laughs) um and i'm consistently a hard worker you know i've never been fired from any job I've never been suspended from any job. I've never had any type of negative, you know, connotations or nothing like that on my record as far as being an employee. But do you know at every single job I've ever been at, I have had people come at me in a very disrespectful manner. I've had people really be rude to me for no reason at all, just because I'm a black woman. And whenever i stand up for myself then they want to try to report me for being aggressive you know you guys would not believe how at every job i've ever been at in my life i've had a manager supervisor whatever i've had to sit down with somebody who who wants to have a discussion with me about my attitude and it's just really crazy because The thing is, if I'm so aggressive, if my attitude is so bad, if I'm so hard to work with, why hasn't any of these companies let me go? You feel me? Why have I never been fired from a job if I'm that hard to deal with? Because I'm not. Because I'm not. And that is just one example of, you know, people assuming I'm an angry black woman when I'm not. Like... Black women are always told, you know, we're too aggressive, we're too loud, whenever we express our opinions, you know? Um, 
we are a passionate people you know just being black we're expressive we're you know we're really we can be emotional but because we're passionate about the things that we care about you know you want to describe a black woman as angry but ask a black woman about her kids you know and watch the love come out you know mess with a black woman's kids and see how that strong black you know see how that mama comes out you feel me it's like the world tries to paint us like we're so mean and so hostile when we're so loving so caring and so kind and it's really annoying it's really fucking annoying because why don't we get the respect that other people get you know when a white woman is assertive or dominant oh she's a feminist you know when a latina stands up for herself ooh, it's sexy she's spicy spicy she's spicy y'all like that right why don't black women get the same respect and i'm not saying that to sit here and hate on other women because anybody who knows me knows i'm very for sisterhood honey i'm very team woman very you know i'm a girl's girl as they say so i have no issue with other women especially of you know other races it's just in society why don't we get the same respect so another thing did you know that many black women don't wear their natural hair because they really believe they can't like they really think they can't and it's really a deeply rooted psychological thing you feel me now to be clear as a black woman to another black woman to anybody honestly wear your hair how you want to wear your hair sis if you want to be laid and slayed with the wigs and the inches the 30 inch bundles baby do you you feel me do whatever makes you comfortable and whatever makes you happy what i'm speaking on is why a lot of this can be emphasized when a person might actually have healthy hair you know, some people have alopecia, some people have follicle conditions, some people have, you know, really bald spots or issues to where they might feel more comfortable wearing their hair a certain way. And once again, let me be clear, wear your hair however you feel like wearing your hair. However you're comfortable, however you're happy, whatever makes you leave the house knowing you that girl, <laughs> yes honey wear your hair like that but i just want to explain how it's deeply rooted psychologically in a lot of us black women to think that our natural hair is not beautiful and for no reason at all sometimes like i actually in season two episode seven it's called unnaturally natural i did a whole episode on black hair how it's viewed in society and everything else go check it out if you want more about you know this specific topic but it's really deep you know growing up in a household just thinking that something as simple as your hair can be the difference of if you're cute or if you look a hot ass mess and especially with it coming from people that look like you and even if people don't look like you people that care about you your aunties your cousins your sisters your mothers grandmothers all of that it really takes a a toll on your self-esteem to think 
that your hair, how it grows out of your scalp is unacceptable, you know, is not fixed is the terminology I was, you know, always told. Um, Even since I returned natural, I've had members of my own family tell me, you know, oh, when are you going to get your hair done? Or, oh, you still wearing your hair like that? You know, oh, I know somebody who does hair or this, this, that. Just really making comments when it's like, this is my hair for one. And then for two, how are you going to tell me what looks good to me? If I'm confident wearing my hair naturally as it is, it's none of your business. Hey, my lovely people. I just wanted to take a second to brag about how cool Anchor is. So I've been using Anchor to do my podcast for a little over two years now, and I really love this platform. It's easy to use. You can use it right on your computer or even on your smartphone. They have so many tools in place for you. They distribute your podcast to multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the list goes on. Oh, and did I mention the best part, you guys? It's free. So go ahead and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, everybody. Psychologically, as a child, I always felt so ugly just because of how my hair looked. And... It's really sad because growing up, I was always that kid that had to get my hair fixed, you know, for school pictures or for Easter, for Christmas. I had to get my hair hot combed. And when you get your hair hot combed, it's literally what it sounds like. It's a hot comb. So sometimes I got burned. I had burns on my ears, burns on my neck, burns on my forehead from getting my hair quote unquote fixed because my hair wasn't good enough. I had to get perms and I don't know how perms are for other people. I'm speaking as a 4C hair black woman. Getting my hair permed was one of the worst parts of my childhood because when I say they would put these chemicals in my hair and let them sit there and it would burn my scalp, I would literally be crying because it would hurt so bad. All because they wanted my hair to be straight all because I needed to have the look, you feel me? And even years after I got perms, my hair and my scalp would be so sensitive that either I would have burns, I would have, I even had some, I had some spots in my hair for a while, I had scabs. It was so bad, you guys, I literally couldn't even scratch my head for a while because it would start bleeding. And really that's one of the main reasons it wasn't to prove anybody to anything it wasn't excuse me it wasn't to prove anything to anybody but that was really one of the main reasons why as i got older i was like i'm never getting my hair permed ever ever again and do you know within less than 10 years of not getting perms not straightening my hair like that just really developing my own routine and taking care of my hair myself my hair is now longer and let longer, healthier, stronger, thicker in less than 10 years than it has been my entire life. So it's just it's really deep, you guys, if you think about it. Like how beautiful can someone feel? You know, how how high can your self-esteem be if you feel like something as simple as your hair makes you ugly? Like It's just really sad that as black women, 
we have to go through that and I'm still going through it because I switch my hair up you know I keep it fresh honey I do bantu knots I do puffs I do braids if I feel like it and I literally have people comment and tell me oh I like your hair better like this or oh your hair looks better like that when it's literally like I did not ask you I don't care how you like my hair I care how I like my hair I care how I feel when I wake up in the morning I care how I feel when I look in the mirror stop commenting on black women's hair like for real so another thing as black women, do you know that we can't even exist without being sexualized? Like seriously. Now, I was blessed with amazing genetics, you know? I have cute face, nice body, you know, um great hair, great skin. And I'm not saying that, you know, not just cuz it's true. It's not bragging if it's true, right? Um <laughs> I'm saying that because that's what a lot of people tell me. And it's nice, you know, being fine, fine. Don't get me wrong. But it's uncomfortable when you're always being harassed. Like, oh my God. Sometimes I just want to be left alone. Like, do you know I literally tone down how I look sometimes? You know, I'll wear a big sweater. I will wear sweats. You know, I'll be fully covered and I will still get vulgar comments. I will still get men and sometimes women coming out of the woodwork telling me like, oh man, you have nice tits or oh man, your ass is looking good. And it's just like, uh, like, leave me alone, you know, leave me alone. Like, it's really annoying. And it's sad because just in the world as a whole, a lot of people think just because we're black women, you know, we're nasty, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, black women don't have a sexual side because you know a lot of us do but what i'm saying is that it's harassment if i'm minding my business if i'm not doing anything to encourage this you telling me things about my body or what she would do to me if we were alone it's harassment and it's very uncomfortable you know and it's we're really treated like that in society as a whole and it's so sad like the music, you know, the whole hip hop culture as what it is now, it really doesn't help. You know, I listen to it. Don't get me wrong. Some of it be catchy sometimes. But why does the media push that for us? You know, why does the black woman have to be so sexual? Like, really think about it. You know, you have other artists, other female artists who are really out there making moves and really just being you know, phenomenal woman. But it's like, how come Taylor Swift doesn't have to talk about how good she is in bed? You know, how come Adele doesn't have to twerk on stage on all these other things? Like, why does Nicki Minaj have to do, you know, certain things or carry herself in a specific way to reach the plateau that she's at? You know, why are black women so overly sexualized? You know? Um, another thing, did you know in the medical field, black women are constantly ignored? And I mean ignored, like straight up, uh, doctors will tell you how, you know, you're probably exaggerating. Um, I've had doctors ask me if I'm on any psychotic medication when I've described my symptoms to them. And I don't mean like they're asking the general you know, the general questions before they prescribe anything. 
I mean, I could literally like, for those of you who don't know, I have what is called a chronic illness and I get flare ups to where the symptoms can really, really be so painful that I cannot get out of bed. And I've gone to the doctor for these things and I've had doctors literally ask me like, oh, are you sure it's not all in your head? Oh, are you sure you're not making this up? Oh, are you sure you don't just want pain medicine? And it's so insulting because anybody who knows me knows I don't even like taking medicine. You know, I got to really have a migraine. I got to really have a bad headache or whatever to even take Excedrin because I don't like taking medicine. So you know how insulting it is to be going to a doctor, somebody who gets paid to help me and for them to treat me like I'm bothering them. You know, I actually did a whole episode on this in season one. Actually, I think it's my second episode, but a lot of doctors actually believe black women don't feel pain. You know, a perfect example of this in 2016, there was a black woman who went to the hospital to have her baby. They did a C-section on this woman in 17 minutes and she died a few hours later. And I know what you guys are thinking, oh, maybe she went to a mom and pop or whatever. No, this was at Cedar sinai And if I recall correctly, Beyonce had one of her kids or some of her kids at Cedar sinai So that's supposed to be like one of the top hospitals. Like, how do they do that? You know, and it just goes back to what they teach in the medical field that black women don't feel pain. You know, there's literally, honestly, there's so many reasons why a black woman might be angry. You know, there's even actually a quote by Yoko Ono who says, the woman is the, I'm going to use this word even though I don't use this word. I'm going to use it for the quote. So Yoko Ono says, the woman is the nigger of the world. So if that's true, and this is a non-black person saying that, then what is the black woman? You know, it's just, it's really crazy because we go through so much as black women. Where are we free to be ourselves? If you're telling us we can't wear our hair, we can't state our opinions, we can't exist. You know, we can't go to the doctor. Where are we free to be ourselves? You know? And if this was your life, anybody out there, wouldn't that make you angry? Like for real, wouldn't that make anybody angry? So I'm just saying this to say that, yeah, some of us black women are angry. You know, sometimes we are angry because why do we deserve to have this kind of life? You know, just think about it. Think about what we go through. And regardless of anything, we're still supposed to stand strong. We're still supposed to hold it down. We're still supposed to always be that strong black woman. And it's like, one thing about being a strong black woman is that people see your strength and they see what you're carrying, but it's very rare that somebody sees like, oh, wow, you know, you're carrying so much. Let me help you. You know, a lot of people just give us a high five and say, damn, you're so strong. But it's like, what am I supposed to do with that? You know, think about 
I just want you guys to think about all these things that I'm saying the next time you think you see an angry black woman. Because I promise it's always deeper than that. So stay safe, y'all. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you.